Hello and welcome back to OT Talk with Mr. T, the show where we talk how to live occupationally with using fine motor and functional life skills. This is Mr. T here reminding you we have one week left to the end of the season. The school semester is ending, God willing, in about a week. So the show will, God willing, be ending in a week. We're going to take our summer hiatus, God willing, and come back after the summer in early September with season four, God willing, of OT Talk. We have a couple of more ideas with the help of yourtherapysource.com. And then again, we want to talk a little bit about virtual summer camp. Now that a lot of camps are closed, especially in New York, especially sleepaway camp, even some day camps. So we found some ideas of virtual summer camps with the help of the DOE that was sent out that could hopefully help you plan what to do for your kids throughout the summer or children or students or anyone you know who might need the help or might need the extra hints or tips. But today, tonight, let's talk some ideas of exercise and maybe increasing attention span again with the help of yourtherapysource.com. Why should children exercise? We've talked about it before, but it's always good to reiterate, always good to repeat. Kids really need that time every day involved in getting the physical movement. According to the Kaiser Family Foundation, children ages 8 to 18 now spend on average seven and a half hours in front of a screen for entertainment each day. Seven and a half hours. The day is only 24 hours long, so that means they're sitting for about a third of the day in front of the tube, in front of the television, way too much time, in front of the screen for entertainment. Four and a half hours are spent watching TV in front of a screen. So if you factor in Zooming, you factor in Google Meeting, you factor in using the phone for reading or for researching, for entertainment, yada, yada, that's still part of the screen time. But the four and a half, that's a lot of time sent sitting in front of the TV. That figure does not include the time they spend on the computer at school for educational purposes or at home for homework. With the increase in sedentary time, the increase in sitting on the couch like a couch potato, it's even more important today that children get at least 60 minutes of moderate to physical to vigorous physical activity per day. We've talked about that before. Kids really need that hour a day. That's why it's so chaval, it's so sad that kids don't get that gym time every day. A lot of schools I've been at, kids get gym not every day, which it should be, but once a week or twice a week, maybe three times a day, but they try to factor in different specials. They give them drama, they give them computers, they give them art, which are all fantastic, but not to the exclusion of physical exercise, not to the exclusion of vigorous physical activity or free playtime. A lot of schools give recess after or before lunch. Still not that 60 minutes, but at least it's starting to do so. And if you don't have the gym time, then you could always use the Go Noodle activity, something to allow them to get the physical movement into their days. They really need that 6D minutes of moderate to physical, vigorous physical activity per day. 10 reasons why children should exercise. Number one, it improves cardiovascular endurance and heart health. When you get moving, you get the systems moving, you get them working and pumping throughout the day. For adults, it really should be 30 minutes, five times a week for 150 minutes, at least 20 minutes, the five times, really 20 to 30 minutes, five times a day, really to get the 120 to 150 minutes throughout the week, ideally. So if you walk to work, you walk from the train, like I used to do, that used to give me the minutes right away, but we're walking around the school when we're in the building all day. Hopefully that helps also. We need to get the cardiovascular endurance and the heart health moving and involved. It also improves respiration and breathing. The more we walk, the more we need to ex 
export and import and exhaust and inhale, inhale and exhale the different breathing and the different oxygen and carbon dioxide into and outside of our body. We also want to make sure we improve the muscle strength. The more we use the muscles, the more we work them and the more we build them up. Increases the flexibility of the muscles also. We walk around all day, it'll be able to do that. And you prevent fractures, encourages bone growth, and protects against osteoporosis. Also prevents obesity and it impacts brain power and it increases self-regulation skills. It's also associated with improved cognitive skills, including executive functioning, attention, memory, and verbal comprehension, and an improved self-esteem and attitude. Of course, it could be so much fun, which is so important for kids. And there's also quick fixes to increase attention span. To maintain an appropriate level of alertness for optimal learning, sometimes our bodies need a little extra sensory input. There are different simple sensory sensory quick fixes that may help children to increase attention span throughout the school day even if it's home in our current crazy times even if they're doing remote learning or virtual learning still we need to be able to help especially now we need to help attention span it's very hard to sit stare at that screen which is too much anyway but now that they're sitting at the computer have to figure out ways to get them more prone with using the attention so add movement breaks throughout the school day we gave a lot of suggestions of movement apps last week that could be used include including go noodle and cosmic yoga and the lights quick brain breaks can help to increase engagement and attention for the lessons that follow if you create multi-sensory lessons that involve different senses the visual the verbal the proprioceptive the heavy work the tactile vestibular, the rotary and literary movement, the movement in space of the body that also could help to increase the attention span. When they're sitting for an hour to two hours and more without any breaks, very difficult, very hard, easy to become fidgety, easy to become distracted. We don't want that, so we got to make it multisensory. Try flexible seating. We've talked about this also. Try standing up, sitting on the floor, lying on their bellies and prone on the floor, rocking chairs, exercise balls, air cushion, sitting cushions, or the rocking stools, etc. to help students stay alert. They don't have to sit in that old school desk, an old school chair. Give them different options, different abilities, different ways to sit so that even if they're sitting, it's not feeling as if they're sitting. There's also these great, not just the exercise ball, but an exercise chair ball where there's the ball sitting in the chair. All these different seatings, you could also use crates. One of my classes, I really liked that the teacher would put all these different types of uh, sitting abilities, sitting equipment, flexible seating for the kids. The kids could choose what they wanted to sit on. One kid would sit on the ball, one kid would sit on the crate, one kid would sit on a, on a cushion, different ways to get them to sit without sitting like they usually do just in the regular desk and chair. Also switch up lessons between pencil and paper with more diverse lessons. Try adding in a tactile, a touch component. Sometimes when students can touch and feel something, it may increase their level of interest and attention. Make a game out of the material. Children love competition. Anything that can involve the different senses. Let them see something, hear something, smell something, taste something, touch something, and get the joints and the and the movement involved during the lessons would be great for the kids. Offer fidgets, stress balls, velcro dots under the desk to rub, or small manipulatives in hand, handheld are nice, quick, quiet fidgets that may help some students focus and attend 
We also talked about the chair bands many times. Those could be on the chair itself. It could be on the desk. Different things they could use to put their feet on or to put their hands on just to let their hands and feet be busy so they could still be attentive. And sometimes when kids act on, when kids make noise, it's just because they need the extra input, not because they want to trouble your classroom, not because they want to interrupt you and bother you, but sometimes they just need that extra input. So give them those things and that can help. Aid in gestures when learning material. For example, while completing letter identification flashcards, put your hands on your head when reading a capital letter and hands on your hips when reading a lowercase letter. Just a quick example of how to make it more engaging, more interactive. Start singing or adding music. There are so many songs today to learn new material. Even for math and science, teach the children a song to learn new material or follow a routine. I just heard about this the other day. There was a whole presentation about it. The the besides for YouTube, you could also use Flipgrid. And there's also, I forget the name of it right now, of course, but it was a really cool program that they now have that incorporates music, tons of music into it. And it's an initiative across the public school system. But there are different ways of doing that to, in, to involve music and to involve different beats and different raps, different rhymes to get kids to remember things. So you could do the music component as well. You could also use bright colors or highlight information. Flocabulary, that's what it was called. Flocabulary is a wonderful program to be able to do that for the music. You could use bright colors or highlight information. If you need a student to attend to a certain section, paragraph, sentence, or word, highlight it or print it on brightly colored paper. Also, chewing a crunchy snack or gum. Sometimes chewing on a crunchy snack like pretzels or chewing gum can help students increase focus and attention and can help the students do so. That's the oral component, the oral motive component, getting them to chew on something and suck on something or something with the mouth to help them attend while eating something if it's allowed in the classroom. Drink through a straw, also proprioceptive and also oral motor for the mouth. Ask the student to bring in water bottles with straw lids or provide straws. The oral motor skills and sucking motion on the straw may help them to increase the focus. So there are different ways of getting kids to increase the attention span and there's different ways why they should need the exercise. But incorporating these can help children and students not only in the classroom but also in the home during current crazy corona times. Join us next time as we talk about some tips for written expression and working memory. And then, God willing, we're going to move over to talking about some virtual camp ideas for the summer season. This has been OT Talk with Mr. T. And I'm your host, Mr. T.